Yes, hello again, all my internet friends, and welcome to another episode of the Listen to Your Parents podcast. This is the podcast where people like you and me, parents, uh, we come together, we uh, we talk, we drink, we vent, uh, we let off some steam. Uh, we we try to wrap our heads about how we're gonna how we're gonna get through this crazy thing, this crazy lockdown, um, this crazy. COVID-19, coronavirus, this crazy homeschooling. Um, but you know what? It, th- this uh, this podcast is is taking a turn um, because we, we've, I don't know if we've gone, reached the end of the tunnel, but we have, we've definitely reached, the, there's a, there's a light here in this tunnel right now shining down on us and it's called the end of the school year. And um it's uh, it's an interesting little milepost, so we're going to talk about that tonight and other things. Uh, and let's see who's here with us. Uh, very good friends. First of all, let's say hello once again. Adam is back with us, and how are you doing, buddy? Hi, good Maddie. How are you doing today? I'm all right. And Davey is somewhere. Tina is definitely there. <laughs> I see Tina. Hello, Tina. Hello. Hello, Davey. Hello. How is hello. everybody? Um, yeah, so I, I, um, I, I guess I was being a little tongue in cheek here for a minute. Um, the end of the homeschooling, um, and I would assume that everyone else here has kind of, uh, reached the end of their school years as well. And, and most of the people listening now, their kids are out of school or are all the kids out of school now, at least the people here in this group right now. Yes. Yeah. Ours are done. They were done on the 29th, and we already uh, went to the school to pick up their stuff and drop stuff off on June 2nd. So we're all done. So, yeah, so we're, what's, so we're, we're into the, what, the second week of summer vacation, I guess? Um, nice. Yeah. And I kind of miss, I kind of, I kind of miss the structure of the school day, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> there was a, a routine to that that I'm kind of missing a little bit right now. But, um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. It's, there's definitely been um, there's been a tangible shift in kind of like the routine around the house uh, to the point where yeah. like we've gone from it feels like in my house at least we've gone from we've got to get everything done and we've got to do all this stuff to the past week where we've just been just wasting away now and and, and, and like all this all this motivation and drive has just kind of just gone <laughs> away and, and maybe that's just kind of like the exhale from the school year being over, but, uh, well, let's ask Dave and Tina how they're doing now that, uh, I believe their children are done with their schooling for the year too. Are they? We are done. Yeah. We've been done for over a week, two weeks. Yeah. It's going on two weeks now. It was same, same time as, as Adam, uh, his, his kids are done the 29th and yeah. on the 29th. And now it's go hang out with your friends and stop playing video games and mm-hmm. go outside. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Birds. Yeah, I constant um, struggle. <laughs> yeah, it's um, I I had I had a small success uh, this evening. We we took the uh, we took my youngest, my ten year old, to the driving range. Um, oh. My grandfather, and that was interesting because he had never. I don't really think he's ever really attempted to swing a real golf club in his life. So he went out there and just kind of took some hacks. But you know, the driving range is kind of this. Uh, this perfect 
you know, social distancing activity because you, you know, you get your bucket of balls and you get your little, you know, your little, your, your, your little pod and it's perfect. It's everyone's exactly six feet apart. It's just, it's been built that way this entire time. And, um, yeah, I just got to hang out and, uh, take some hacks. I am still terrible in case anyone is wondering, uh, out there. Um, I think both of you have had to witness my golf game in person. It's not pretty, and uh, it hasn't gotten really uh, any better. Um, pretty, you step bit. up for me, Maddie. It's okay. <laughs> it, it's been a long time since I played golf with either of you guys, and it would be nice if you'd come down and visit me at Butler's. <laughs> All right. Point taken. I, I was out that way. I was at um, – where we're going to really hyper-localize this podcast here right now. I was down at Bill's Golf Land. Um, Oh yeah, taking my uh, taking my hacks tonight. So yeah, I was definitely down in um, in Davie and Tina country. Uh, so yeah, it's nice down there. And uh, also very interesting is it's um, you know Bill's has an ice cream shop, and it's um, it's one of those situations where like anytime, even like the suggestion of let's go inside of a place and sit down is brought up around the house. I'm like absolutely not. Like we'll do takeout, but I'm not going inside a restaurant and sitting down. But Damn it all, Bill's has an ice cream shop, and uh, I just hit about a bucket of balls, and I, uh, I, I I went in there, and I sat down, and I I, I sat down at a table, and I had my Sunday, and um, I mean, I'm still here, so I don't know. Wait two weeks, and then we'll talk, you know. <laughs> I know. You'll be fine in two weeks. Just keep drinking the alcohol. It'll burn it off. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Um, <laughs> In addition to the um, to the Miller Lite I'm enjoying, I got to work my way through this case. Uh, you know, as the restaurants have started to open, um, I'm sure this is happening in other parts of the country too. They now have the um, the, the this great innovation, the to go cocktail. Um, <laughs> They've had and, that though. Have they? No, not open drinks and stuff. I mean, it, can't get them to go. I, I thought it couldn't. It them to go. Yeah, the six pack to go. That's about it. Yeah, they couldn't be opened and mixed. And the bar down the street's been doing take home mixed drinks since this started. Yep, yeah, that's since this. He's talking like, why haven't they been doing it? Oh, since? like uh, why is it just now coming to light? Yeah, I mean, maybe some were, maybe some weren't, but the point is now everybody knows that they're doing it. And you know, we we went down to um the restaurant down the street. The wife wanted some takeout, and and I was like looking at the takeout menu. I wasn't particularly hungry, but I'm like, oh, what is this? A drink, a takeout drink menu? Let me look at this. And like they gave me this this Jim Beam and ginger ale in this <laughs> tiny convenient bottle. Okay. With a cap, with a cap on it, <laughs> That's right? awesome. and then like I'm like, since I since I didn't get anything to eat, I just went wild. And so I got my Jim Beam and ginger ale, still capped. The pineapple mojito is right here in this <laughs> bottle. And uh, uh, for those watching us on video live tonight, you'll appreciate the fact that I have a very appropriate cup for this drink. It is like it's a damn pineapple. Um, so that's fantastic. I mean, you know, our, our man on the ones and twos, uh, Mike Sorg, Sorgatron Media, Sidekick Media Services. He's always told me, you know, Matt. You know, the great thing about visual gags on a podcast is that no one is watching the podcast; they're listening to the podcast. So it's like a special kind of torture. So for all you folks who are only listening right now. I am now pouring my pineapple mojito 
out of this tiny little bottle that was capped and delivered to me from this restaurant into this cartoonishly pineapple-y cup, and I'm going to stir the top on. And it we does. are going to – I mean, we've drank a lot of drinks on this podcast. Many cans and bottles have been served. Some glasses have been used, but this is a first <laughs> – on this podcast, and to those who are only listening and are not getting the joy of watching, I will not step out of this cartoonish uh, And your kids are going to fight over that cup when you're done with it. Hopefully not until I'm done with it. <laughs> That's good. Okay. Um, so, I, don't, I guess I'll open the floor. Like, any good um, stories? Because we've gone to another, you know, since the last time we were all together two weeks ago. We've gone through yellow phase. Now we're into green phase in most of Pennsylvania. More things are open. More places are doing business. So uh, have you guys been kind of pushing out the envelope a little bit more? Or have you been kind of still kind of playing this let's wait and see game? But for the most part, that's kind of been the game plan for most people when uh, we talk to them here. I mean, we're still being kind of cautious. I think we took uh, the kids to Target last weekend. That was our first big family. We're going somewhere outing for a while. Um, it was all right. You know, the boys just had their birthdays. They had some money to spend. So we let they'll pick the toy out, and, you know, their normal Target shopping. Um, so, you know, they, they handled the masks okay. They, you know, they handled it fine. Uh, we're hoping to do the zoo this weekend. So that'll be a little more of a, adventure so we'll see if that comes together um you know but yeah i mean it's you know the first week after school was basically just them playing video games for most of the time uh yeah and then the first week coming okay like am i what you know you look at the wife go well we can't let this week be every week so we gotta break it up a little bit next week so we're trying to do that here and get them outside a little more and uh we got a new sprinkler, so they've been playing in that, you know, water balloons, all that kind of, whatever to get them outside. We just got a new basketball hoop. And our driveway's a bit of a hill, but since Amelia's been playing since the spring, we thought, well, let's get a hoop, something, just something we can shoot on. And yeah. uh, that's that's been a good way to get them outside a little bit, too. So, you know, just little bits here and there. Yeah, the yard toy business has been strong, especially yeah. around these parts, too. Um, David, Tina, how have you guys been doing as far as uh, – maybe getting a little bit more out there, if at all. Well, speaking of the yard toys, we tried to get one of those Connect Four sets from those giant (laughs) Connect Four sets from uh, Aldi. But like every Aldi we go to, and we have been to several Aldis since this whole thing started um, because they have the Isle of Shame and you just (laughs) have all these awesome things. And it's like, I should have bought stock in Aldi before this whole thing started. (laughs) I mean... They're giving you quarters now. <laughs> to put in their carts. Um, but yeah, we looked for those. We couldn't find them. Um, but trying to, you know, get Chase outside as much as possible. Tina's got Taylor out as much as possible. You know, as long as her tiny 18-month-old body can withstand this crazy heat. I know she can withstand more than I can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. But other than that, not really. I mean, we, we went up to Edinburgh mm-hmm. into the yellow zone. Yeah. Those heathens. He, Erie County. <laughs> right. Erie County and Beaver County, the, the two last outposts for yellow zone yeah. in uh, western Pennsylvania. 
And uh, yeah, we've been up to Erie uh, lately too because uh, my mm-hmm. wife's parents are up there, so we have a good reason to head up there. We did travel up there and do a, you know, a two day one night uh, up there just to say hey. Yeah. And, uh, it was well, okay. Grandparents, grandparents are starving to see their kids. I mean, my my mom is actually going to step foot out of the Yankovich household in Edinburgh and come down here tomorrow. We think. Wow. Nice. We're not sure. Nice. She's coming out of her cave. Nice. And she's going to come down here because I keep sending her pictures of her granddaughter. And she's like, <laughs> she's getting so much bigger. I go, she's going to be in college before you come down here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We did, did a couple of dinners with the, with the parents was a big first activity. Once we kind of went to, you know, the more uh, relaxed phases here, you know, they came here, we went there. Um, my wife's parents haven't been down here since, I think since well, gee, we haven't been we haven't seen them since February, and they were just down for the boys' birthday finally, um, so that was nice to get them down here. Um, and they both have, I mean, not they both have kind of respiratory things, so they have to be careful with that yeah. stuff. So, um, so they were they definitely played a cautious through the whole thing. But once we finally went to, like green phase, they we finally got them to come down for, you know, for the birthday. So that was nice. There's so much urgency to see, especially when parents our age with kids of their ages and grandparents who are desperate to see their grandkids. Um, there's a lot of pressure and there's a lot of like, um, there's an urgency um, to kind of explore the new, the new normal, the new normal and um, in air quotes. Um, but there's also kind of like that concern of letting your guard down. Uh, Cause it's not, you know, coronavirus is not gone um, by any stretch. There's reports, all sorts of crazy, you know, stuff. Um, will there be a second wave? Um, how long of a window do we have until that happens? Um, so even though here in Pennsylvania, we seem to be doing okay, especially here in Western PA. Um, that definitely is something that you kind of have in the back of your mind, even as you're out and, you know, the traffic on the roads seem to be, seems to be normal. Um, and you get to a point where you're like, you know, for the most part, this is not too different from everyday life. Now that the homeschooling thing is, you know, in the past, now you're just like, okay, this is summer vacation with the kids. And, you know, the only real change is that you got to make sure you wear a mask if you go out to the store and, you know, don't, make sure you abide by the one ways on the, on the shopping aisles. Yeah. Otherwise uh, you're going to get scolded by someone. It still freaks me out. The one yeah, way I'm, I, I'm not a fan of uh, giant Eagle. I feel like they held off for a while before putting the signs down. They finally did. And now it's like, okay, I'm in one aisle and I got to get two aisles over for one thing. I go all the big loop to loop to come in the right way. Mm-hmm. And it's like, geez, you know, I don't need the next aisle, but I have to go up it to go down the next one, you know? That's when I got yelled at. I'm like, I'm like, I just need to go in this aisle to the second freezer case and reach in and get like frozen waffles. And he's like, no, you can't. You got to go all the way around. I was like, oh, oh boy. And this mask started the the N65 95 mask started to give me a migraine. At that point, I'm like, I can't possibly go in a, around another aisle to come back in. It just, I can't do this. <laughs> but so I, not, neither stay of you, strong, baby, stay strong. None of you have tried the old, um, 
you know, leave the cart for a split second, run up the aisle the wrong way, grab the box. Oh, I've done that. Carts, I've right done that. That's a pro move. It just I've happened that. that there was a guy that was really, you know, beating his chest over this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. He just happened to be in the freezer aisle. <laughs> well, in fact, I, in fact I, I just did it this past week. I was there and I was trying to get the get a couple cases of soda because they were on sale. And then there was just, people were swarming those couple of aisles. I just left the cart at the end of the one aisle, walked over the soda, grabbed it, went back to the cart. I was like, I'm right. not playing this game. Well, <laughs> I don't need 20 minutes to grab two cases of soda. You can You can do that all you want, but... There's still people that linger in the oh, yeah. aisle that you're heading down. And it's like, I'm not going to wait for all these people to move. You know, if I can sneak through and I'm not, I don't have a cart. I'm not running them over with it. I'm just kind of sneaking in front of them. I just say, excuse me and yep. move through as quickly as possible. You're still within six feet of someone. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know what they're doing. I understand. I, I don't want to be no. bullish about the, you know, the, the, the one way aisles, but. It's a little, little crazy and sometimes intimidating. Yeah, <laughs> especially yeah. for a guy like me that never but, does the grocery shopping, <laughs> and I just <laughs> want to try to help out the family somehow. Right? <laughs> like, excuse me, where are your milk products? Oh, sir, they're right behind you. As you know, the other way to get around the aisle to come to them. Right. <laughs> yep. <laughs> So you don't get like um, concerns about like you know passing people in the one way aisles too. That's always kind of a a sketchy move. You're kind of like I you know can't. you're you're coming up on someone. You're just like you know this person's you know kind of stalled here. It's been staring at that box of frosted flakes for a long time. You know yeah. I really don't think they're gonna mind if I just kind of like whoop, you know go. Well, and that's the, you got to feel it out. Yeah, you, you got to read the room. You, know, you just got to do yeah. it because uh, yeah. Not, not exactly. only you like you 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 know whoop, you zip past them, but then you do like you like look away from them. You know, as you're zipping past, as if like <laughs> the chances of infection are less. I would just right. avoid eye contact. I've got this mask, you know, everything going on here. But if we don't like breathe toward each other, we should be all right. That that well, should and be. Wearing, and you're wearing masks. I mean, they yeah. can't see my mouth to to hear me. You know, whisper. I'm sorry. So I have to well up tears in my eyes to make right. it look like I'm really sad that I'm passing them. <laughs> this, this, is, this is a good, here's a good thing to discuss here is the, uh, the, the casual, you know, niceties that we share with strangers while we're out yeah. that are impossible to perform anymore because you have a mask on your face. And if you're like me, you're wearing a hat, you know, you know, 50 or 60% of the time these days, hat, mask, like glasses you can barely see my face like there's only like a couple like right. glass like a couple screens here so there's no like smile you know hey what's up you get it's nothing there's no you know you can't give them like so if you've like done something where or if like someone does something where perhaps they are concerned that they may have uh you know stepped in front of you and you don't like that you know you can't do like the smile and like, Hey, it's cool. Don't worry about it. All you can do is just kind of be like, ah, it just kind of, you know, or, you know, I don't know. You know, <laughs> you just say, long, you just nonverbal <laughs> communication. I, I'm really kind of having to adjust. It's been kind of tricky for me. I don't know yeah. if anyone else is having this problem right now, but I mean, I think you just say, excuse me. Uh, someone I've had a couple of cases where someone has kind of done that. Oops, sorry. And you say, it's okay. You know, just, 
use your words. When we tell our kids, use your words, you know. Right. Um, <laughs> so listen to your parents, use your words. Uh, that's all I think. I mean, you know, you just say, excuse me when you pass somebody and, and you know, and, and you know, if they say, sorry, you say, no, don't worry about it. Because, you know, we're all trying to do the same thing. We're trying to shop safely or do whatever we're trying to do safely. So, yeah. And, and being in the store longer, I feel like is stressor, stress, more stressful when you have the mask on. Um, I've noticed because I've been wearing those construction N95s and those things are beasts. I mean, you can't yeah. breathe as well in those as you can in a cloth mask. And so, but I've been, you know, from the beginning, everybody's like, oh, N95, N95. And I had some yeah. of those left over from like a, you know, like a insulation project that I was working on. And these were, you know, new out of the pack when, yeah. when this all rolled around, but still, you know, they give you a headache after a while. How's, uh, how's the glasses fogging up going for you, Davey? Um, I made sure to pinch the nose piece over to the top with the metal. Ah, there you go. You're, you're, if you pinch it close enough, the air doesn't get right into your glasses. Right. But yes, I, uh, yeah, had that happen. Right. I had the um my my uh my sister, my younger sister, uh the last of the millennials to own a real sewing machine, um, made like cloth masks for uh bunches of people. We had, you know, my my wife Jen, she had, you know, extra fabric in her craft room buried with every other damn thing in her craft room. You know how that goes, ladies, right? Hey, um, and uh, yeah, so she made us cloth masks. So we did not have the benefit of the metal thing here. So a lot of shallow breathing on my part, but there's also a trick where if you, um, if you wash your glasses with, um, with soap, warm water, and kind of let them air dry. Allegedly this slows down the fogging, uh, I, I tried it a couple times. It was moderately successful, but then I've gone out other times without doing anything and just have not had any problems. So I don't know if it's my own body breathing routine is getting used to it. And it's now, yeah, like I said, a lot of shallow breathing and just not like, you know, I don't know. Like it's the whole thing is so messed up. I, I'm, I'm, I'm at the breaking point, but I'm not right now. Cause it's just, it feels good, you know, to have gotten this far, but at the same time, just kind of like, damn it. This plexiglass is going to be up in this grocery store till the end of time. This right. one way aisles, they are never taking out these one way aisles. Um, right. and, and you face the, you're wrapping your minds around the, the new normal and realizing that we're not talking months. We're probably like years of this, you know, perhaps yeah. forever. And it's it's kind of crazy. Yeah. Well, they say what year, year and a half to maybe two years for to know if any vaccine is going to be truly effective. So that's the window you're talking about, and you know we can get back yeah. to normal life, hopefully to a certain extent between now and then. But until that vaccine is out there, um, it's going to be masks and plexiglass and one way aisles and all that stuff. And um, you know, and I, I you know. I don't want, I'm not going to make this a political thing. I just want to see, you know, you worry, is there going to be a wave too? You mentioned that earlier. I, I look at it this way. I think about this quote often in my life, and especially now I think of men in black and Tommy Lee Jones tells Will Smith, a person is smart. People are dumb, panicky, dangerous animals. And you know, it. and it's true. And it's the, it's the people getting back out there that scares the crap out of me because you know, all it takes is that group that doesn't think this is a, a, a problem or doesn't think masks are important just to be safe. 
And that's what I think can cause that resurgence if, in fact, the resurgence does happen. So um, I think that's like getting back out there needs to happen and we're excited about it. But it's also the thing that makes you wonder, are we going to be back quarantined in September? So it's a catch 22, if you will. It, yeah, I mean, it's also, yeah, it is. It's human nature. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, I, I probably shared this story months ago uh, when the whole mask thing was just starting and I had the temerity to go to the grocery store without wearing a mask before <laughs> it was required. And I was, you know, I went in there and like three quarters of the folks in the grocery store had their masks on. I was like, damn, I better find a mask real quick before I come <laughs> back here. Um, and now my yeah. thinking is that we're going to flip the other way where people are going to stop wearing their masks and people aren't going to check them on it. And it's going to be this kind of slow slide back down the other way where yeah. people are just going to be like, yeah, you know what? He's not wearing a mask. Yeah, we're okay. You know, and that, you know, and maybe we will be okay. And maybe we will. Maybe we will right. be, but you know right. what? Uh, I don't know. I guess we'll find out. I mean, I, you know, uh, bringing up the, the riots. Um, and all the people that have been getting together and, and peaceful protesting and then getting pulled into these battles, um, a lot of them aren't wearing face guards. And some of them are, some of them aren't. Mm-hmm. But I guess, you know, it'll be like almost two weeks, right? We're coming up on that. Pretty much. Yeah. So I guess we'll find out, you know, if there's a spike because there were, you know, a lot of people in close quarters protesting. Yep. In close quarters. So we'll, I mean, it's been, it has been a hell of a 2020. Yeah, that's true. Not just the the rides too, Davey, but like think of all the folks who were out on Memorial Day weekend too. Um, A a lot of people were pushing the envelope and that's about two weeks too. So yeah, there has been a spike, you know, but in a a lot of different states, there's been a spike. Um, And we've been fortunate here in Pennsylvania. We haven't seen that. Um, We've been going in the right direction, at least last time I checked. Somebody put on Twitter today, I, um, I think it was a politician or something, but it was a funny tweet. He goes, I saw a giant eagle was trending, and I had to look it up to make sure that it didn't mean the, that it meant the grocery store and not that giant eagles were swooping down <laughs> to scoop people up and carry them off into the mountains because the way 2020 is gone, I had to check. Giant eagles, the local grocery store chain, they've been, they found themselves right in, right in the middle of a really nice drop. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh it's it, yeah you, you'll love to see it uh anyway yeah. um you, you know this uh, this is a good opportunity here um to have uh the two of you on this show because not always do we have like true like diehard knowledgeable sports fans here uh and we've kind of touched on this a time or two um the whole lack of sports ball going on in our lives right now <laughs> Yes, and I, Jen and I, my wife and I have talked about this a time or two, where I've just been like, I have to admit this. Most of the time, I have not missed it. I have not missed sports. I mean, maybe like once or twice a week, I'll be sitting around, kind of looking for something to watch on TV, and be like, you know, if there was a ball game on, my search would be over right now. Instead, I'm flipping through like channel yeah. five hundred on. On my cable box, trying to find something, you know, to help me, uh, help me pass the time. So I'm curious, since you guys are kind of uh, uh, similarly tuned into the uh, sports life, like me, uh, Adam, how are you? Uh, how are you feeling about the whole thing right now? Uh, the sports ball. You know, I think I kind of agree with you in the sense of 
I haven't missed it as much as you might think. At the same time, since I had kids, and I'm sure you can appreciate this, you have less time to sit down and catch the nightly game because you're putting kids to bed, you're doing the dishes, you're getting the house ready for the next morning. So, so often a Penguins game will be on. Now, if I catch the third period, I'm a happy man, you know. Um, so, you know, I'm not in that stage of life. Haven't been for a while now where I can sit down and watch every game I want to sit down and watch. Um, so, from that perspective, it's almost like not a lot really changed. It's one that I have to quote worry about at night. Well, I got to make sure I, ca- I want to make sure I catch some of the game, you know. Um, but I mean, we all know that sports will mark a return to normalcy. Uh, in a lot of ways. And I think we're all glad the NHL at least has a plan. There's talks of the other sports trying, you know, every sport's at different stages um, in terms of whether they think they're going to do a season or not. But, um, you know, look, I'm glad there's been some actual hockey to talk about this week, players on the ice and actual start dates or training camp, which is cool to see. Um, but am I like... in the middle of the cup finals right now. We yeah. should be in the cup well, finals right now. Yeah. Uh, Actually, we should be just about done with the cup finals right now. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I, it's uh, what my, my yeah. sister's birthday is a bit of a milepost. Uh, the Penguins had this annoying yeah. habit of they kept winning the Stanley Cup on her birthday. <laughs> um, but uh, <laughs> that's another story. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it, it, this is it's it, that time of year. But, yeah, I, um, Davey, how are you feeling about that? I know you're a little bit less um, – I know you're not a baseball guy. Well, if but, it was um, – if, How you was, if it was the fall and this was going on, I'd have jumped off the top of my house by now. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Um, football is like not to put too fine a point on it, but he would have jumped off the top of his house by now. <laughs> right for the Bills, it's been you know it's it's sixteen games, and since we've had kids, it's sixteen games that I watch all year, yeah. unless. There's a really awesome one on a, on Sunday night, and I may turn it on for like half of the first quarter. Okay, but like baseball, this is my off season. I mean, I know there's a lot of people that you know, like maybe not pirate fans, miss baseball. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say I've been missing it, Davey, but well, <laughs> I mean, right. with the nuttings out there. <laughs> wrecking everything and not really trying to be competitive. That sucks. I pulled for the pirates and I want them to do well, but if they're not, you know, if they're not going to try, that's kind of annoying. And when they, when they go back to this getting, I I don't want to turn this, you know, all into breakdown of the nuttings and the pirates, but oh, let's go for it. No, I, mean, hey, you know what? <laughs> I don't know Jamie, enough about Jamie, it. We have spent like five seconds talking about sports over the lifetime of this podcast, and now well, the conditions are perfect for us to get into it. So, I mean, well, let, let, let's talk. Say your piece. Come on. Most of what I hear is from the radio, and and it's just <laughs> since I've lived in Pittsburgh, I you know I hear a lot more about the Pirates. Um, they trade away all their talent for futures. It doesn't make a lick of sense. Mm-hmm. Put people, you know, put people on the in the field that are going to bring fans in. No one's going to come to watch a futures guy that they right. pulled up from, you know, the Montreal flipping sticks. <laughs> you know. As a pitcher that was doing well beating up on high school kids, you know, no one's going to come to the stadium to watch that guy, you know, as a closer. 
you know, right. <laughs> get people in like McCutcheon when they yeah. let go of him. That's like, that was basically like what I was used to my first few years in Pittsburgh when I got rid of everybody. Yeah. And then when they rebuilt and they came back and they were in the playoffs and stuff, were the Nuttings in charge the whole time? Oh, yeah. Well, yes. not the whole time. Are, you, are we talking like the 20 years of losing or are we talking just like – No, I'm talking about the resurgence. No, they were the group that got there. Yeah, the Nuttings were in charge when they resurged. Yeah. The Nuttings no hired kept... Clint Hurdle. The Nuttings brought in A.J. Yeah. Burnett. All that. They were there for all of that, yeah. But, but don't you dare give them credit for any of that. No, no, they have nothing to do with that. Oh, Maddie, I got a whole rant here. I'm, uh, I'll, I'll go if you want me to go. We're letting Davey finish. I know, I know. I fired up at him. I fired him. Let me see how much I got left in this pineapple here. I got. And oh my God, if like you know, I'm out. I don't know what I can do. I know, I know. Maddie's a a very big pirates honk, and so are you, Adam. And you know, you should be there. You're from this area, you know, but. How much money do we keep giving these guys? No, I agree with you. That's the thing. I'm not. Out. I. I am so. I'm for the pirates. I'm so anti-nutting. It's ridiculous. Um, right. I'll, I'll trust me. I, I got a whole rant here stored up. Trust me. But <laughs> how much money do we do we keep? Get, and I know Bills fans did it for almost twenty years. Huh? Um, you know where? How much money do we keep giving these people to take away what we want to see? Mm -hmm. it's like, like going yeah. to a Star Wars movie well, and they I, make it all of right. Muppets, Phantom Menace. Right. Well, I will, you know, wow. when, <laughs> when I will tell you what, look, the Nutting showed they cared more about profit than baseball repeatedly throughout their tenure. Now, 2013 came around in the perfect storm of we got all of our prospects in at the right time. We got a batting order here. We made a couple of trades. We got, we're in the wild card. It was great. It was beautiful. And you thought, okay, well, let's see if they keep it going. Next year, they brought in a little, a little bit of talent, not as much as they did in 13. They brought in some talent at the deadline. Again, in the wild card, didn't make it past it. Twenty Between 14 and 15, as you're going through this, the Nuttings said, and, the, and they're quoted as saying this, we will increase payroll when the fans show up. Okay. 2015, 98 wins, record attendance at PNC Park. You know what they did in the, in the fall of 2015? Cut payroll. That right there proved the liars that they were. And any small glimmer of faith I had placed in them during the wildcard years was gone in the fall of 2015 when I saw what they had done to that. Ryan Vogel song was their oh. answer to the 98 wins of 2015. A 38-year-old Ryan Vogel song. Maybe he'll be the next AJ Burnett. So, um... <laughs> <laughs> that right there is all you need to know about the Nuttings and their promises. And, you know, the funny thing you say, always trading the future, trading the, the present for the future. The one time they didn't do that was the Chris Archer trade. <laughs> they Because this is a team on the cusp of being good. They were right in the wild card race. They pulled the trigger. People were like, see, they finally made a trade. Mm -hmm. It has blown up in their face so badly. They can point to it in perpetuity and say, this is why we're never going to do that again because of Chris Archer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tyler Glass now, all-star now. Uh, Meadows, all-star. This Baz guy looks like he's going to be a stud too. So um, <laughs> now Glass now was never going to be anything in Pittsburgh because uh, Searage was, and the way he coached was not going to get Glass now good as we see um, the pitch to contact crap uh, breaks guys like Glass now. Um, but Meadows, we all could see what he had something when he was here, and then they traded him for an arm that is above average at best, and now he's hurt. 
if they even play in 2020, Chris Archer ain't going to be in the, in the bullpen. And I think well, next year he'll be due 11 and a half million and the buyouts a quarter mil. Bye-bye Chris Archer in the fall of 2020. So, um, yeah. So that's, I could go further, but I think uh, I've, I no, think no, that's good. Uh, you know. <laughs> you feel better? You feel good? I feel better. That was good. I mean, Thank you, Davey. It's a safe place. <laughs> yeah, so no problem. You, whatever you got to get off your chest. I mean, obviously, life at home is perfect. So if you've got to complain about the baseball club, then you got to let it get, you got to get it off your chest. Hey, you got to, you know, got to vent right. sometimes. So Nathan, or, or, I'm sorry, Davey, let's talk about Rob Johnson as the quarterback. No, let's not talk about that. <laughs> I was going to um, say, we don't want to talk about that. Go <laughs> <Or> Todd Collins. <laughs> Um, so when they, uh, oh, Rob Johnson, <laughs> uh, me too. Um, so when the, uh, <laughs> just, I don't want to talk about going down the road. Um, <laughs> so when these games resume and some of them have resumed, have you mm-hmm. watched a NASCAR race lately? Uh, has anybody watched, enjoyed a NASCAR race with no fans? Uh, has no. anybody watched any UFC fights with no fans? Like, what do you think about sports with no fans? Because I got to tell you, I've watched a good deal of professional wrestling with no fans, and it's terrible most of the time. It's oh, full crushingly terrible. Fan-driven. Yeah, fans are it's essential fan-driven. to well, the entertainment. We're gonna have to. We're gonna and we're gonna watch an NBA Finals. Uh, we're gonna watch a, a Stanley Cup Final, and it's gonna be played in silence. No, like I'm totally against the the no fans. I some sports you can get away with it. NASCAR, I feel like you can get away with it. Because you don't hear them, you just hear the motors. Um, like golf, the noise is built into it. Yeah, even golf, I can get away with no fans. It's supposed to be quiet. It's supposed to be quiet, and for God yes. love the golfers, they're probably going to enjoy having no fans. I mean, some of those fans yeah. get ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, they go to the it's like a pen event. The guy, you know, <laughs> get home, <laughs> you know? right? Yeah. Now, like. Mm. Sports like football and I think hockey and wrestling, they need their fans somehow. They're talking about different things in the NFL, how they're going to pump in crowd noise. It's not going to be the same. No. You can't make that speaker loud enough. (laughs) I I mean, like to drop a jet engine in the end zone and just make that go off for a little while. That's a little noisier than pumping in crowd noise. I think they'll play Renegade just in perpetuity for all four quarters at Heinz Field. Go ahead. <laughs> a lot of people underestimate the role that fans, you know, play in these sporting events. Like I can't, mm-hmm. like I know yeah. from watching, and I've watched enough hockey to know that fans can influence games, and I'm sure it happens I mean, in the NBA yeah. too. You know, it's just um, no, here's the thing about hockey: it has so much energy to it. So in terms of watching the player, if you're watching from at home on TV. The, it's an active sport, so it's not going to be bored watching the guys skate around and do their thing. It's a different experience. Of course it is. Um, if you're a big hockey fan, do you want to see them finish the season, especially if you're a fan of a team like the Penguins or the Boston Bruins or you know any team that has a good shot at a cup this year? Of course you want to see them win the cup because you don't want to waste the season. Yeah. But um, you, know, you certainly understand that you're missing something without a live crowd, but the league's got to get its money, and most of it's in TV, let's face it. So yeah. they can get the games on. To keep the league afloat, in a way you go, well, but for the league to survive and have a decent next season, don't they kind of have to play out this cup and get the TV money and, you know, be able to have a leg to stand on going into the next year? So it's, it's a, you know, it's a double-edged sword in that sense where you, you want to see them do well with the TV stuff so they can 
have a next year and a next year and not cut the salary cap in half. So yeah, whatever they can do to get their games on, and, and yeah, their events on TV, they're going to keep doing it. Um, even though, I mean, like, like, I like just imagine like, you know, dark arena, you know, the beginning of like NBA finals game one, you know, the final countdown starts to play. The arena goes dark. The announcers like, are they going to do the the intro, the player introductions like that? Do like you know, check out Like, are they going to do like the whole thing? They like, should have one of those. Weird. <laughs> they should have one of those guys with the party roller, like horns, come out. And go, <laughs> da, 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 da. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, do the, the team does the team staff get in the first couple rows and make some noise just to create some sort of an effect? I mean, you can do I'm that. Glitter. Yeah, here like two guys. I mean, all right, come on. LeBron throwing the cloud of talcum powder up into the empty arena. That would be oh, something. Oh, that's what I want to see. Yes. <laughs> yes. be like showing up. You have to give it to him. You got to give the people what they want. Um, are any of your kids uh, playing uh, sports? Perhaps no. have been playing. We're going to play sports, and we're canceled. Our son's baseball league. Uh, looked like it was going to get canceled. It did not. It is back. It's been resuscitated. And mm. they are going to start doing practices next week. Um, not all the kids are going to be able to play. So they kind of had to – I think they lost like 15% of the kids just because, you know, summer vacation, people got their plans, uh, did not expect to be playing a little baseball season this time. But they are going to be practicing starting next week. And playing games, you know, slightly reorganized rosters for the kids to keep the the balance going. And I'm like, I, my my son's ecstatic. He's thrilled. Uh, and I'm, I'm kind of surprised that, like, yeah, everyone just kind of, a lot of the other places just kind of gave up and move on. But uh, here in beautiful West Jefferson Hills, they're, we're going to get a little bit of kids' baseball. I almost want to know if, like, I could get Chase into a league. You know, this, uh, you know, like, this is too late in the game. If it's too late, or if he can come up there and just play, you know, with the I, team, if you need kids like from out of your area. We are, I mean, look, if the organizations around there are trying to get their legs up and going, I would imagine that they're looking for players because not everyone that they expected to play is going to be able to play. And I would hope that they would take on you know, extra kids who maybe had a change of heart and want to play. Yep. Yeah, they're, definitely not playing. they're not doing soccer. Yeah, but it's spring soccer. So our, that's our season would be ending like this week, next week. Anyhow, my kids did soccer shots a couple of times. I've gotten emails that they are doing a summer session. It's still yeah. sign up, still available. So some of that stuff is, is still trying to do something during the summer. So, but our camps got canceled. Yeah. yeah, we had camps all, lined up all summer long for Chase. He was going to ride in with us for uh, three months. And you know, during the summer before school, like uh, there's Pitt, I think it was the YMCA mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh, in, in Oakland. Mm-hmm. They have something new every single week. So it's like a little bit more expensive than going to daycare for him. And, Way more activities. But uh, tons of activities. There's like no time. It's not like. It's not like they're going to a daycare where a bunch of people are just watching so that they don't set themselves on fire. Uh, they're, 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 you know, they're actually active with the, the kids. My friend told me about it. He said 
on the way home, my kid passes out. He had so much fun, mm-hmm. like from Oakland. So, um, I I wish that would kick off, but it's you know it's canned for the summer, and you know like Pitt's not even talking about having the kids back till after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, I, that's that. interesting because there are, there are universities that are going ahead with you know bringing the students back on campus. So, so yeah, yeah. They, they're tough calls. I mean, because yeah, from what I've heard about this possible second wave, uh, it's not going to be real apparent until we are into the fall. So that means you know universities would be will be in session you know, with their kids on campus, if this happens, you know, who knows? Yeah. Um, I mean, my daughter's back in the writing lessons for about a month now. Of course, that's different. It's, you know, one-on-one with an instructor, you know, it's easy to socially distance that. Um, they do a summer camp there. We, she did go to it last year. Um, their sign-up sheets up in their, up in the barn. I mean, I, I think they're still trying to run it to some extent this summer, but no one's really said anything. So maybe not. Maybe the sign-up sheets are just sitting out there. I'm not sure. Um, if she asks us, we'll discuss it, but I mean, I don't know if we're totally comfortable sending her or not, but you know, just, but, I mean, I think they're trying to at least run a couple sessions of it this year, but no one's really said anything that I've heard. So I'm not really sure. It's tricky, tricky time. Yeah. yeah this, this post, some the post, the post school thing has been weird. Um, and it's kind of like we're free, but you know, we're not, you know, it's right. not quite, you know, it's not, um, Hi. It's not where we expected to be. Here's, here's one of mine <laughs> making a cameo. Oh, I thought she was in bed. That's Amelia. Amelia. That's Amelia. Oh, the cow. She's got it. Davy and Tina. <laughs> yep. She's going to be 10 in September. I can't believe it. A fourth grader. Great. Wow-y. Okay. Okay. All right. Already enough to escape. Um, well, yeah. let's not, I mean, Hey, you know, it's almost 10 o'clock out here anyways. So, uh, let's not keep our friends here any longer. So, uh, but I must ask all of you to share some words of wisdom or inspiration before you part us. So Adam, uh, would you go out and care to share anything with the, uh, with the room? Words of wisdom. Uh, you know, uh, it's been actually a crazy time since I was last on the podcast. Um, I know you. Yes. Nice. Sweetie. Um, that right there is what makes it worth it, though. Um, I've had a job change, which wasn't planned, but it's actually working out pretty well. Um, and lots of people are in that boat. But um, but in that sense, I mean, don't get discouraged if something does happen unexpectedly. Trust me, people are hiring right now. I mean, I've got my LinkedIn's blowing up, um, even now that I've taken a position. So um, it's out there. Don't get discouraged by that kind of stuff. And just, I don't know, don't get discouraged in general. I know this sucks at a lot of levels, but as I've said before on the cast and I keep telling people that ask, I, you know, enjoy the family time. Cause when this is all over and things are back to normal five years from now, hopefully God willing, um, hopefully we'll be able to look back on it as well. You know what? I'm glad we got that time with our kids. Or I'm glad we got that time with our spouse or, you know, that time to do those projects around the house that we kept putting off. We finally got to do it. I, our, I tell you what, we've done some great things to our house over this. We got a grill, we got a basketball hoop, we got a, a beer fridge in the office. We've done some great stuff to the house. To the house. Um, oh yeah, beer fridge, uh, a beverage horror? fridge, but it a beverage fridge, but it holds the beer and the truly and whatever else. Lie. Okay, <laughs> you, you, you want to see it? I'll put it on. <laughs> it's right. It's right behind me. Actually, it's where I got the truly from for tonight. So. Um, but yeah, just, you know, just stay positive. I know it's, it's, it's cliche, but just stay positive because, um, 
yeah, that's all you can do. I mean, it's we don't have any control over this thing. All we can control is what's going on in our own households and keep that a positive place. And I think in the end, you'll we'll, I think in the end, we'll be fine. So, Davey, Tina, I think you should try to use this time as try new outlets. Um, our son him, himself has actually now reached out to neighbors that he really didn't in, interact with much before because he was all we were always busy on the weekends. They are different, technically different school years or a year apart. Um, they, he doesn't go to daycare. My son goes to daycare. So they just never, ever interacted. And when they do, it was, they didn't really know how to just because they had nothing to talk about. It's actually forced him to play with other kids and get out there. And he's actually made a really good friend out of this, that they're at each other's house all the time. And it's nice to be able to see that. That's what we all grew up with for the most part, I think. You know, going to our friend's house, walking across the street, up and down the street, you know, come back by a dark time. And that's what we've always wanted for him. So now we actually finally get to experience that. Now, if, you know, Fortnite and and Epic Games would stop disappointing my son and not getting <laughs> out with, you know, season three, um, you know, I'm starting to crack. I mean, I am really starting to crack under all this. You know, I went up, visited uh, my mom, and saw a couple friends up that way. And now I'm back down here. Friend, you know, I had a friend down. Uh, you know, Kalenda came over. It's just like it starts to feel more and more like let's go to Hofbra House. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to crack. Work-wise, things just aren't getting done. Uh, like I let every little thing distract me and I shouldn't. But the one thing that's a constant as I've been trying to keep with the the workouts. You know, and try that's good. To keep, like if if not mentally focused, physically focused. Um because a sedentary job like I have when you go home, it becomes super sedentary. When you get kids, though, involved, it's it's different, of, of course. But, you know, you let things kind of go bad, then you got to deal with, you know, kids and your heart rate elevates. We're not like young pups anymore. Well, we still kind of are. But you know what I mean. <laughs> we, we look young. That's as anything. We do. You know what? In all of our age groups, we were coming. I was talking to Jono, and he said, you know, we're not doing too bad because I've seen people that are like 32 and they look like they're 50. Yeah. It's really weird. It's yeah. really weird. But like, yeah. like our group of friends seems to all have their, we all have our boyish and girlish good looks, you know? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think got, so. You know, Except when I let the scruff go a couple extra days, and that you can see the white, and I do start to feel old before I shave. But other yeah, than that, I think yeah. I'm doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the white in the beard is is is, is alarming. Yeah, it sure. is. It is. You're like, didn't I used to be brown? I have that. Oh, oh, look at that. You know, and every shave there's more white. You're like, oh god. <laughs> I've never been able to grow it that long without hating it, and then saying it just doesn't. <laughs> we're, we're we're trying it again. See what happens. It looks good. It looks real nice, Davey. Better than mine did. It's better than the little little soul patch that, or not soul patch, because that would be right here. Never tried that by itself. But down here, 
that with the chin strap. Yeah. Doesn't it? It didn't work, huh? It grows out and it just looks weird. Well, I mean, it's it, it, this is the time for experimenting with facial hair. Totally is. You know, it I is. mean, hey, Cuz actually like tried to grow a beard. I mean, it was a failure, but he tried, and you know, I respected him for it, and he looked like Zorro. So it was great. Um, he looked like Zorro? Yeah, well, I'll, I'll make a mistake, send you a picture later. Like which Zorro? Uh, Zorro? Uh, 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 like, Antonio Banderas? Like whatever Zorro is funniest to you in your mind. That's, that's what it was. Um, I, uh, Zorro is a comical character, but okay. He, he is now. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, I don't um, – yeah, like I said, we always uh, try to pass along some wisdom. Just, you know, accept that – Things are different, man. Just accept it. There's nothing you can do. There's, there's nothing you can do to change it. You just got to – I think you accept it, and then you can move forward and try to do whatever you got to do to fight it. Some things some things you can some things you can change, some things you can fight, some things you have to fight. Uh, but unfortunately, this is not one of them. So um, you got to do what you can do. Um, Sorgie's getting antsy. We got to get out of here. Adam. <laughs> David, Tina, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us, sharing your time with everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, check out all of us here at uh, on the uh, Facebook and the Twitter and the Instagram. Go to SorgatronMedia.com. Check out the fine family of podcasts there waiting to get into your ear holes. And we will see you next time. Stay safe. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.